1: please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screen. My name is Amy and I hold an MFA in Creative nonfiction.
0: And my name is Leslie, and I hold an MFA in Creative Writing Fiction. And together, we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality TV.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Amy. How are you today? I'm exhausted. We were kind of chit-chatting a
0: little bit off the record, and I confess that I'm still tired from Friday night. So... Today, as we record, is October 3rd. So happy Mean Girls Day, everyone. Happy Mean Girls
1: Day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but also on Friday, I went and I saw the love of my wife. Um, he's like a Mexican pop singer, Alejandro Fernandez. And he was at the Hulu Theater at um, Madison Square Garden in New York. That's awesome. And I wore like these boots and these like with these thick, chunky heels. So I'm like, I could walk in this because they're they're thick. So like I won't lose right. my balance. Yeah. The fact that I haven't worn them in like 18 months did not help because like my whole body hurts.
1: Yeah. Leslie's like, I'm getting old. I'm like, no, you're not. The pandemic has aged us all 20 years. It's It feels awful. I felt like a baby mm-hmm. giraffe trying to learn how to walk.
0: And I was like, what is wrong with me? These are like
1: big chunky heels. I should walk in this properly. Yep. No, I returned to teaching in person after, you know, 18 months. And I'm like, it's only week five of the semester and I'm exhausted where normally I don't burn out until like week 10, but it's because I'm so out of practice. Like everything is amplified. The exhaustion, the the soreness, the pain, it's all amplified.
0: I go to work in person two days a week. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, I'm done. (laughs) How did I do
1: this five days a week? This is ridiculous. I know. I know. All right. So we have, Quite the show to recap today. Yeah. And, and guys, there's a lot of rumors out there, a lot of spoilers. I have done the work. I have been in the Reddit threads, which is a real scary place to be. Especially when you're mentioned in one. Hello. Yes, we were mentioned. What, what oh is my God, I loved on. it so much. I loved it so much. Crazy. So um, I was on Reddit and of course, uh, MAFS fan on Instagram, follow that account it's amazing i think it's a she but i don't want to gender them unnecessarily so i'll just say they are amazing mm-hmm. um and i get a lot of spoilers from them yeah. so i have some spoilers i have some thoughts and rumors and speculation so we're going to put that at the end and i'll time stamp it that way if you don't want to hear you can just you know Swipe out early, or whatever you need to do. I swipe out early. <laughs> um, no children of the corn in your back. Uh-oh. Uh, uh,
0: there's music. It's a party. I was feeling it from afar. <sighs> I could just hear, like, dinc, dinc. It's from a car. Yeah. Yep. So hopefully okay. it'll pass by real quick. So no
1: children on the playground.
0: No. <laughs> Don't okay. summon them.
1: <laughs> I'm summoning them. All right. So we, we hear from Pastor Cal that tonight... Our couple celebrate their one-month anniversary as husband and wife, and in only four weeks, they will have to make a major decision: to stay married or to get a divorce. I didn't say this is season thirteen, episode eleven. Caution: feelings approaching. Mm-hmm. Oh, now we have a plane, plane, A plane.
0: A plane.
1: <laughs> Do you remember that show? That was so great.
0: It was tight. Fancy
1: Island. I remember like it being
0: like on TV Land, like the mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. So we're going to start with Rachel and Jose. Oh, oh Lord. I feel like we need to have a status bar at the bottom, like Rachel's feelings, current status, mm-hmm. in love, not in love. It's back to love, guys. It's like a little meter and its tips depending on which yes. segment you're yes. in. It's a much better metaphor. Thank you. <laughs> Needed the fiction writer to come up with that one. <laughs> All right. So they're meeting outside for coffee and it's real, real tense. Rachel says, I don't even know what to say to you. And he's like, Yeah, me too. Now, let me ask you something. Ever since I told you that someone cut out his mouth Mm -hmm. and made it like a thing, do you look at his mouth and you're like, I avoid it because I just cannot
0: not see (laughs) the vagina mouth.
1: All right. So Jose tells the camera, It's hard to believe that we've had three impeccable weeks and now she won't even return my text. She tells him she just doesn't have the apology she thinks she deserves. And she doesn't. Right. She's 100% correct. Again, Jose could have avoided all of this by falling on his sword immediately and being Mm -hmm. like, I was a total douchebag and I am so sorry. It's okay to say that. All right. So she was locked out of the apartment and he says, I didn't do it on purpose. It was not out of spite. It was out of habit. No one believes that. No one believes that right nope so jose says he's sorry for locking the top lock. he didn't mean it and she's like just say i'm sorry don't temper it with an excuse what is which is what he's doing yeah and he honestly doesn't like he doesn't i don't think he realizes he is not saying he's sorry
0: i think in one just say
1: i'm sorry and that's
0: it i messed up but you have to understand that's not an apology when you say but right you try to justify it your action that you're apologizing for that's not
1: an apology sometimes you just have to say like this happened to me recently I had a tough conversation with somebody in my life that you know we were going through something she was right and I just literally said you know what you're right and I'm really sorry Mm -hmm. like I really am and that was it like we've moved past it like I wasn't like, I'm sorry, but you need to know what I was going through. Or I'm sorry, but you have to understand how much, like, no. Sometimes you just say, I'm sorry. And he's a Libra. He should fucking know this. (laughs) It's my thought. Okay. So he tells her, or I'm sorry, she tells him, the way you spoke to me was not okay. And he's like, what are you talking about? I texted you today and I told you that I love you. And she said, nope. I'm still not getting the apology that I feel is proper. And he gets all pissed off. And he's like, what do you want me to do? Will you ever get over this? And she says, she just can't have someone talk to her the way that he talks to her. And I want to say something right here. Everything inside of her is telling her this is wrong. Yeah. Everything inside of... because. When we first met her, she was like, I'm a pushover. I've let guys walk out over me. I'll, my, like she. It's not like she's Mirla, yeah. right? Like some strong, independent woman. I think she's getting there. Mm-hmm. She is so easily able to stand up for herself here because it is, A, so blatantly wrong, but, B, it is her gut instinct that this is wrong. And when you feel that, run. Yeah.
0: I feel like she there were moments where she was being a pushover. And last week when she did read those notes, that was her true self telling her, like, look, you're falling into the same pattern.
1: Yes, she was immediately spotting those red flags. And sometimes like there's there's really two types of people in the world. Right. The type of people who, for whatever reason, like they've had the, the upbringing to make them this way. They are just strong right from the get go. And they're able to not take shit, Mm -hmm. right? But then there's the other people who do take the shit, go through it, and emerge stronger and vow to never take it again. Yeah. And I think that's Rachel. So, like, I don't look down on her that she was in a relationship when she was, quote, unquote, weaker than she wanted to be or whatever and took shit from somebody. I think that was necessary to make her who she is today. And she is like, something is wrong here. Like, I'm feeling these things. Something's wrong. So she needs to run. That's the only note I have. Run, girl, run. <laughs> okay. So he gets on the defensive, and then he's like, "Look, I'm not perfect. I fucked up. It was wrong." She accepts this immediately. Yeah. As an apology, and all's forgiven. It's done.
0: That was okay. crazy. That was too quick. I was like, "Please tell me that there was editing involved. That it took them a little there longer. There had to have been. Because this is too quick." There had to have been. It's like, thank you.
1: That's what I wanted. I'm done. I'm happy. I love you. Yep. Yep. So later, Jose is telling Rachel he's not as great of a communicator as he thinks he was. He says he feels so they're, they're at home and she's in bed and he comes in he's sitting on the edge of the bed. He said, I think feeling I think seeing is believing. So I've decided to write out a few things for you. Now, this is the broke down love actually scene, right? <laughs> We all know the greatest scene in cinema history is Love Actually. So this is the broke down version of that, where he has index cards Mm -hmm. with promises on them. Okay. So he promises not to lock her out. (laughs) He promises to be less controlling. He promises to listen better. And he promises to handle his anger better. He tells the camera he's in it to win it. And and I wrote that when someone says that, that does not seem genuine to me. Like that seems like you just want to win the experiment. It's a task. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Rachel, of course, falls for this bullshit. Like, you know, whatever. I love you. I love you. I love you. She says, we had a three, we had three bad days after weeks of perfection. And, and I just have here, like, didn't you write him a note two weeks ago telling him he's too controlling? Yeah, it wasn't Those that aren't perfect. three weeks of perfection. Jose, later we see them on a blind date. He takes her to a baseball field. What were your thoughts on this? Well, I like the gesture because she, she did
0: mention she was a big baseball fan. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, so I get that. Um, and there's only so much they could do during COVID. So that was another mm-hmm. thing. So I'm like, okay, this
1: is little thing, you know. A forever. Yep, I agree. At first, I was like, "Oh shit, she hates baseball," but that's bad. No. Yeah, that's foul. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, all right. So she has a passion for baseball. She's so excited. She tells the camera, "This is super thoughtful." Shows how romantic he is. I'm in love with my husband again. They play some catch. He's a terrible pitcher. Shocker. (laughs) She tells the camera she can't believe that just a few days ago they were having such issues. Like, this is perfect again. So Rachel's forgiving him and they're sitting down. And of course, now's the time for Jose to bring up the joint accounts. Of course. Oh, my God. I I was ready to throw something at the screen. But then he says, it's okay that we have separate accounts. Because he came up with that. Then he posits <laughs> it as his idea. And she goes, this is literally what I have been saying to you since day one. And he's like, oh, it is? Maybe <laughs> I should listen more.
0: So if you go Black, back and you see the first instances when she's discussing this and discussing finances, he does have like a weird grin on his face. To me, he's tuned out completely. And she's talking yeah. and he's just like, he... we're doing it my way. We're doing it my way. blah,
1: blah, blah. blah. Because like we said last week, he is disinterested if it is not about him. Mm -hmm. Like he only likes to hear himself talk. And when someone else talks, it's boring to him. Mm -hmm. All right. So Rachel tells the camera that she feels better because she was freaked out. Oh, no, I'm sorry. She says this to him. She says this to him. I feel better because I was freaked out by the amount of sacrifice I was having to make. And it felt like you were making little. And she says she's sorry this happened because, or she's happy this happened because now they can speak freely and she can voice to him when something is wrong. So that's it. That's it for them. We didn't have a ton. Yeah. Um, well, that's I fair. feel like they're, I feel like they're in a good place again. Time will tell. Yeah, we shall see. I mean, cause again, it's that meter. It depends where it lands. <laughs> depends on where the needle is that day. Yep. Okay. All right, so we have some salsa dancing with your couple. Yes. So go ahead.
0: So we see Mira and Gil at a salsa lesson class. So the first thing is they arrive and Mirla's like, it's actually past my le- my bedtime. <laughs> and she's checking her Apple Watch. And I was like, she's Oh, already Mirla. complaining. I love it. She's mm-hmm. Already complaining. So mm-hmm. they're meeting up with Michaela and Zach, who are excited to see them and are hoping they can keep up with Mira and Gil's dancing skills. So that's like the whole thing. So yes, Michaela and Zach arrive and the instructor comes in and they start dancing. Gil said something very profound at the top of the scene. He says he wants to see if he and his wife are in rhythm because everyone is at a different speed, but if you are comfortable or in this or on the same page, you can then be on the same rhythm. And I was
1: like, oh, I like yep, that. That
0: was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Gil and Zach have great rhythm. You see them dancing. I'm like, all right, guys, here we go. Mira's pretty good. She's doing well for Mila's herself. Mira's good. Yeah. Michaela yeah. is over it. She tries a few steps, and then she's like, okay, I'm done, and she takes a seat. And yeah. Zach says, seeing her quit wasn't surprising to him because she runs so hot and cold, and mm-hmm. never, and you never know what you're gonna get with her. Mm-hmm. And Zach is then dancing with the male instructor, and Michaela is just <laughs> watching. <laughs>
1: And I was like, Gil and Mirla are like, wow. Okay, dude. And I have to tell you, on Unfiltered, Jamie Otis, Mm -hmm. who I'm not a fan, not a fan, asks them if they remember any of the moves they learned that day. Because on Unfiltered was Johnny and then Mirla and Zach. Mm -hmm. Mirla and Zach got up and started dancing. They were hot together, like, they had all the rhythm. They remembered all these moves, and it was really cool. Johnny and Jamie, Lee, Jamie, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee. Um, Halloween. Jamie Leotis. She's Jamie Leotis henceforth. <laughs> um, Jamie Leotis and Johnny were were dancing, and they were terrible. I, Johnny I was awful. That. I could see that he has yeah. no rhythm.
0: And as you will see today, I'm logged in as Johnny's forehead vein. Yes, you are, because it makes several appearances. Yes, later on today. <laughs> so, as we were saying, Zach is dancing with the male instructor, and Gil tells the cameras if Wifey went and sat down, I'd feel not wanted. Yeah. And her not compromising says a lot and would show him who his wife is, essentially. Yeah. So they're dancing and you just see this montage, and of course, Michaela's just sitting in the back with those beautiful purple luscious lips. I'm just looking at them, I'm like, I can't
1: say matter. I love that lip color. Yes, <laughs> yes. She looked beautiful. She looked beautiful. She always does. Like her fashion is on point. Yeah. Like she always looks really good.
0: So the class wraps up and the couples debrief. So Michaela claims she had a good time and her smile is beyond fake. I'm like, how can you have a good time? You were just sitting there like being pissed off. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I feel at that moment, I was like, okay, something happened before this date. Because she gave up too quickly. Okay, okay. And it just, and that she was putting up a brave face. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. But something went down. Because if you see the car scene, when they're driving up, she's excited about it. The only thing that she says is like, oh, I just hope that I could keep up. But she's in good spirits. And they're both kind of laughing and saying like, well, I hope that it'll show us up, blah, blah, blah. So then all of a sudden she's like not in a good mood. I don't
1: know. It just felt like we didn't see something. There was, I I know I referenced this before and I can't think of the couple off the top of my head, but we've seen this before. Oh my God. I forget who the couple was. It was maybe three seasons ago. The guy actually knew the girl. One of his buddies had Mm -hmm. slept with her. So it was doomed from the start and she took him dancing and He had a very similar reaction to the dancing, which was like, I'm not good at this and I feel insecure about it. So I can't do it and I have to get defensive. Mm -hmm. That's what I felt was going on with Michaela. That she wasn't good at. But I never thought of what you just said. That's interesting. Did something happen on the way over? Because she Mm -hmm. was like in on it. She really was
0: excited to go and she was smiling. They were having a good time. Um, So then it just made me feel like we're missing something. There's a disconnect here. Yeah. So Zach asks, what was it about the class that made you uncomfortable? Was it the steps or the movement? And McKenna Fletcher says, oh,
1: I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, she's acting very defensive. Very defensive. And it's... The defensive reaction is just such a turn-off for me. I don't know why.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But... Um, I I feel like it's kind of a turnoff for Zach too. I think so too. I feel like that's what he is trying to articulate when he keeps saying these knee jerk reactions. I think he's trying to say this defensiveness that you always have, Mm -hmm. which who knows why she has that. She may have trauma in her past. It may, I I don't know, but that's what he's trying to get at. I think.
0: Yeah. And then Jill chimes in because he always has to. And he asks, are you like that about everything? So let's say he, wants to do something I love him so you wouldn't much. even want to try it because he wants to and she's at him and it says I did and Gil goes and that's
1: trying <laughs> Yeah Gil is a miracle. Yeah he's we love great. him I definitely he's do everything. see like host vibes from him. Yep. Yeah. Which we'll talk about later in spoilers. <laughs> yes. And she challenges
0: him and says is this not trying? I tried the basic steps and Gil reminds her you didn't try with him, you know. She then says, that's true.
1: I could have tried harder, but I didn't want to. Right. It was Dave and Amber, by the way. For those okay. listening that know the couple, Dave and Amber. Okay, go ahead. You know, and
0: I want to be mad at her because sometimes he just should participate in certain activities. and. Yeah. I wish that I had the courage to kind of be like, I'm not feeling this. I don't want to do it. I always end up getting peer pressured into doing things I don't want to do. And then I do this toxic thing, which I recognize, where it's like, I'll do it. I'll fall in line. But then later on, I'll hold it in. And then when something happens, I'll be like, and another thing. You'll bring it up. I didn't want to solve this with you, but I did. So commend me because I'm a hero. So that's kind of like how I behave. (laughs) Guys, I'm a work and, in progress.
1: <laughs> and I think like I've lived up until I met my husband about 15 years ago. Like I lived a pretty sheltered life. Like I, my family never had a lot of money, so I didn't really travel anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then my first husband had agoraphobia and panic disorder. So we never went anywhere. So I I just never really did much. And when my husband came around, he like nudged me out of my comfort zone a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think when I was younger, I would react very similar to Michaela when I was being pushed out of my comfort zone. Like, I would react, like, defensively. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe that's just how she reacts to, to not being in her zone. I don't know, yeah. but it was But it's a little
0: it weird. weird because she's also very social. Like, you've seen her with her yeah. friends. You saw her when she yeah. first met the girl. She was so open and she was down for everything. Yeah. So that's why I'm yeah. like, mm, I don't know. There's something amiss here. Something going on. So Gil asks um, if they compare this date to their marriage, if it's comparable to the way their marriage is going. So Michaela looks over at Zach.
1: What a great question.
0: <laughs> yeah. Michaela looks over mm-hmm. at Zach and it's like,
1: oh, it's at a still beat and that they are not really moving anywhere in
0: particular. I was like, oh no. You,
1: okay. So this plays into your theory. I think you're right. Yeah. Cause she was ready to go at him. Mm-hmm. She was, for lack of better term, she was, like, cocked and loaded, like, yeah. ready to go at him. You're right. You know, there probably was something coming into they're it. They are
0: moving forward, and Michaela disagrees and says she thinks they're moving backwards, and Zach asks her to elaborate, and she says she thought that we're moving forward, that she was trying, she was committed, and there's only so much a person can bear. And it was from the last date when he told her about the pool that he does not see a future with her. So yeah. that's been holding her back. So that's another thing that she's still holding on to. Yep. She doesn't feel wanted by her husband. And then Zach says he never thought he could develop strong feelings for someone he never met within a week, but he did because he, but because he doesn't see a future with her now doesn't mean he won't someday. Right. Right. Um, Michaela is just confused and wanted to do the experiment because she wanted companionship and to be wanted by the person she married. So Gil breaks it down for us because we need a translator. We need someone, we need to play by play. (laughs) He's saying he doesn't see a future, but that doesn't mean there can't be a future together. (laughs) But Gil sees Michaela's point or she's thinking, well, you give up. So why am I even trying? Which is exactly the problem. They're not on the same page. Right. Yep. So Gil goes on to discuss his marriage with Mira and admits that they're different people, but the one thing that makes them similar are their marriage goals—that they want to be together. And Gil's advice is finding out if they want to be together or not, if they if they want to be together or not, um, and then if they do want to be together, then everything will follow along. Yes, which I thought was good advice. It's like figure out do you even want to be together? Figure that out first, and yeah, yeah, there.
1: Yep. Skills are here. Yeah. So that's our salsa scene. Mm hmm. So then we go right into Michaela and Zach, right? Yep. Okay.
0: So post salsa dancing class, they're on their anniversary day because the couple's one month anniversary of being married and they're all dressed up. They're at a music studio. The rose petal. The piano set out. Zach sits down. He's all excited. He starts playing. We see that beautiful smile of his come back. I'm just like, oh, he's happy again. You I know? know. They start to talk about the ups and downs and how it's been constant um, learning. So Zach asks what she thought she learned the most. And she says, how to stop getting in my own way. So, you know, avoiding self-sabotage. And he is learning to Which listen. I thought was
1: a great answer. That, that is a great, a great answer.
0: answer. Because mm-hmm. I guess that when she does feel vulnerable, she starts down. So she that's form. A, yeah, sabotage, you know. Mm -hmm. And he says he's learning to listen to other people's perspectives and points of view. Zach then asks what she thinks are their negatives. And she says there aren't any negatives, but that they are experiencing negatives in being married. And Zach just blurts, I hate when you blast music. (laughs) He's just trying to (laughs) work and she's blasting Cardi B. And I'm just like, headphones, headphones, they're magical workers. But, you know, they laugh it off, but agree. They wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're not going to change a thing? No. Okay. Sure. Okay. sure. Yeah. yeah. So they end up going to a hotel for a staycation. This is later on in the episode. A do-over for the honeymoon. Because Zach wants to make up for the fact that he got COVID on their honeymoon. They had to separate. It's really thoughtful. That was very nice. And again, it's COVID mm-hmm. time. There's nothing for them to do. No location. Right. So might as well. So they reminisce on some meeting and... You see how excited Michaela is when she met him. She's like, You're gorgeous. And like, smile. And they're both grinning. And it's just like, Oh, that chemistry and those sparks. And I'm like, Wow, yes. they really hit it off that first day. Um, Zach then says, Cheers to you because he knows things he says are not the best and that he appreciates her efforts. So he yeah. gives her a bracelet with their wedding date on it. And she's thrilled and admits that to cameras. That she does love him. So yep. then they're laying in bed, playing, tossing the rose petals at each other and then they're like, oh, let's go to sleep. You know, and then, yeah, yeah go okay. to sleep.
1: Bang, marks. bang, bang, bang away. Yeah, and
0: then we cut to the next scene and it's like two hours later and they're at a restaurant getting Cajun food and they got hungry after all that boning they did.
1: Yep, yep. Basically. <laughs>
0: so that's them. So we kind of leave them at a Okay spot, I guess.
1: Yeah, they're okay. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna I have some sad news to report. Guys Baxter died. I'm like so devastated yeah. over this. I love little cantankerous Baxter, like sitting on a couch. Maisley comes in Maisie comes in like all dumb and running around and Baxter just attacks, mm-hmm. tries to bring her down. Like that. I want more of that. Yeah. Sadly, we will not we will not get it because Baxter, RIP, but, no longer would. What does that say about our source? Right. So if you remember last episode, we talked about a source we had who said he had to tell her he wasn't crazy about her on the day the dog died. Mm-hmm. So we knew Baxter was going to die. Yeah. We had, you know, previous info yeah. to prepare ourselves for this. So that's a good source. And there's
0: pictures. So the, this person is backing it up.
1: Yep, and now that I'm now with that information that Brett has not liked her from day one, you can see that. You mean Ryan? He, Ryan oh has my not god, liked Ryan. Me. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Potato. Oh my god, yes, mashed potato, um, baked potato, baked potato has not liked her from day one, and mm-hmm. we can see that. And I think he's just trying to to save face. But anyway, okay, let me get into it. All right, so Brett returns home from somewhere, and Ryan's making an omelet. And he tells her he made a little scavenger hunt for her. And then we see Brett on the scavenger hunt. And it ends with a cute note saying he really likes the person she is. And it's a gift card. (laughs) Leslie, how would you react if the person you were either dating or married to for just three weeks
0: Mm -hmm.
1: gave you a gift card? I would be very confused. I'm it's like,
0: a weird choice. It's a
1: weird choice. It's
0: not her birthday. It's not. It's. I don't know. Like might as well have used that money and get her some roses or something.
1: Right. Like make it. Like this is the period of your relationship where you throw money at stupid shit guys. Because, mm-hmm. you know, two years down the road. Yes. Then the gift card starts coming out.
0: Yeah. Because you probably still like, don't know her style. So right, you it's like I don't card. know what
1: to get you. Like my husband will do this once in a while. Like I don't know what to get you. Go spend something at Home Goods. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, but he doesn't give me a gift card. He just kind of says, Go go get yourself something. <laughs> um, so I get like you might not know her taste, but like you should be dumping cash on stupid, frivolous gifts right now. Yeah. If you can't do that in the first month of your marriage, what is it for? Mm-hmm. That's my question. Okay. So Brett tells the camera she's feeling optimistic. But she wishes that he would make more of an effort with intimacy because she's ready for it. Yuck. Okay. Now Brett gets home and she finds Baxter is sick. He is in severe kidney failure and he's in the hospital. I just have in big capital letters. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So Brett and Ryan are playing. Then we get a little, just a little tidbit of them before we go to commercial of them playing hangman and he cannot fathom Leslie which word has two letters in it and one of them is the letter you <laughs> <sighs> like guys you know it could only be a few things mm-hmm. come on all right so now Brett is alone in the apartment and we learn that Baxter has died oh my god moment of silence ready moment of silence amen okay so Ryan is at the gym but, you know, he's there for her. Mm-hmm. Now, she tells us, Baxter's dead. Ryan texts me from the gym. And I just wrote, these people are always at the fucking gym. <laughs> Everybody, it, is this something that I'm not aware of that people just do? But then I'm like, it's COVID. Maybe none of them are working. Yeah, that's probably what it right? is. Okay. But should you be at a gym? I don't think you would
0: want to be with sweat and coughing. and Yeah
1: so all right he's at the gym whatever so then she decides she's very sad about Baxter but she's like I'm not gonna let it like ruin my one month anniversary with Ryan so I'm gonna get dressed up I'm gonna keep our date it, it might even make me feel better you know whatever so she go ahead did you have something to say yeah
0: like I don't want to like judge how she's a person grieves. Everyone grieves differently. Sure. We weren't there. So we don't know what the cameras caught. What was off camera. She could have had a total meltdown. And out of respect for Mm -hmm. her. They didn't air it. But I. Just thinking about Tyler. My Maltese who passed away um, four years ago. Like I get choked up. Yes. I was a mess for more than
1: a year. Yes. Like I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't work. I wasn't eating. I thought the same thing, and the only thing that I thought about is maybe she was mentally prepared for this because he was so old. Maybe, but Tyler but was know, old, and he was really yeah. sick, and still, you know, he was fifteen years old, and still, Oh, 15 is old for
0: a dog, for a Maltese. And Ooh. I show up, and and my mom is, and then my mom is sobbing, and this was like my mom's dog, or at least it was like our yeah. childhood dog. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh my god, and my sister's crying, like he died minutes as I arrived, like, seconds within I opening the door, like, he was gone.
1: There's a lot of people online expressing this same sentiment, like, wow, she seems okay. I'm assuming, like you, Mm -hmm. that production just didn't capture a lot of it. Yeah, I hope so. Because when we see her at dinner later, like, she's clearly been crying, Mm -hmm. and she even says, like, I have had a really rough week, and her voice is cracking while she's saying it. So I'm thinking there was a lot of sobbing and hysteria that we did not see.
0: Yeah, that would also be a bummer for the viewers to just (laughs) just watch her like...
1: (laughs) That would be me. I wouldn't be able to film for like two years. (laughs) Yeah, no. So they're going to the movies. Ryan has set up a special date at the movie theater. This looks like a nice movie theater. I think it might have been an animal draft house because that's where they have butlers and food. I don't know what that is. Hmm. I need to find out what that is yeah. and go there. So they go to this movie theater, and Ryan raises the topic of Baxter and talks about when his last dog died and like how messed up he was. And he tells the camera, like, he feels really bad for Brett. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, he seems genuine here. And then I call him sweet potato.
0: <laughs> sweet potato. <laughs>
1: i wrote the surprise movie is their wedding it's really cute good job sweet potato Mm -hmm. okay because
0: this is the first time they're seeing this because we've seen it because it's airing now but they haven't seen it yet
1: yep so brett enjoys seeing the movie but ryan has the opposite reaction he tells the camera that he feels less love and excitement than he did on his wedding day And it makes him really sad. And so I'm just going to say about him. That's all I have for them. But I just want to say. Despite my. I don't even dislike him. I just feel nothing for him. Mm -hmm. Because he's just kind of boring. I do think he is handling this well. Yeah. We have seen this in many seasons. Where somebody is just not clicking. For them. And. I ha- I don't think I've ever seen anyone. Um, the man side. Mm-hmm. The women usually handle it pretty well, but I don't think I've ever seen a man handle it this well. That he's handling it. It made me a little sad because
0: this woman is so wonderful. She's she amazing. Has so much to offer.
1: Yep. and he's I would date just her. I would it. date her in five seconds. Me too. I love her. Oh my god, she's amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: She is. And then I went back to thinking to that moment when she's like, she's tired of being like, you're great, but you're wonderful. But if it, like, she's never yep. the one for the person like she just had it like
1: that. She's going to find the right person. Oh, it's she definitely
0: will. And she's just not him. It's, it's, not, it's not him. It's
1: but true. I bet you she has somebody now. I hope so. Because, like, after being on the show, people are probably in her DMs like crazy. Of course. She's gorgeous.
0: She's a knockout. And they're probably like, why is an idiot? I just hope she doesn't rush into anything because, you know, um, it's kind of a tension, like, reality TV stardom, kind of thing. It could be a little tricky and people might be after her for the wrong
1: reasons. So. It's true. Just hope she's a a little careful. That's all. Yep. Okay. So let's go to our favorite couple. Superheroes, Gil and Mirla. Woo! Okay.
0: So when we see them, Mirla greets Gil with a kiss in the park. And this is before the South Dancing. And but I only doing
1: some kind of photo
0: shoot. What are yeah, they Yeah, like what are they doing? They get like a little Polaroid at the end because sh- she's shaking <laughs> it. He's like, You're not supposed to do that. Because you're not, because the solutions are in there. The fixed in the developer, like if they overlap, this is a whole like film process. Like it could damage her photograph. Um, yeah. I used to do photography, um, mm-hmm. so yeah. So that is a misconception that you shake it like a Polaroid picture. You just take the picture, you set it aside,
1: and it will develop. But on you out. used to shake Polaroids, right? Yeah,
0: but that's wrong. I
1: grew up in the '70s and '80s. We shook our Polaroids. You're not
0: supposed to. Oh <laughs> but, boy. because
1: it messes it up.
0: Pictures. Okay. Yeah, because um, what it does is that uh, I think the developer. Like the fixer overlaps with the developer, and it kind of like messes up the image. And I should know this. My sister's a photographer, and it doesn't last as long. Like the images from back then, you will see that they're probably like brownish. Whereas if you let them sit, they might last a little longer. The colors might stay.
1: That makes total sense. Yeah. Photo tips from Leslie. Don't say we never taught you anything. (laughs) Yeah. So I
0: brought that up because you know they do kiss, and it was such a big deal for them. For them to kiss and for them to kiss in public, not only yeah. in front of the cameras, but like she's pretty in comfortable with the kissing now. She's comfortable. She's all in. Mm-hmm. So when we do meet them again in the episode, we see them going to their anniversary date. So yes. he blindfolds her, but this blindfold are actually sunglasses with rose petals on real <laughs> legs. to Hero. protect the lashes. Hero, to protect the lashes. So she didn't complain there because he was like, "This is to protect your lashes." <laughs> Yep. So he walks her over to like this outdoor arch, and there are like macaroons outside of a winery. Perfect. It was something that she had mentioned wanting a romantic picnic
1: and visiting a winery, and he just nailed it. And there's like an amazing charcuterie board mm-hmm. and a macaroon tree. Like, this is Amy Archer's dream. Oh, amazing. This is my
0: dream date. Yes. Husband, are you Jeez. listening? Rockstar husband?
1: <laughs> Che- cheese, wine, macros, oh, I'm there. Cheese and
0: grapes and crackers. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. So they start their wine tasting, and Gil is not swishing the wine. He is gargling it like you would do with Listerine. He's like, oh, oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. <laughs> Miller's cracking up. She makes fun of him, but they seem to generally be having a good time. And they start doing this thing where they reflect on their marriage. And Miola says that other than his snoring and cleaning things, things are going well in her eyes. And Mm Gildan says he's had some hmm moments. And it's usually when he suggests activities and she's usually not into the idea and always lists like what she would rather do instead. Yeah. You know, and that gets underneath his skin. But she, she thinks that's what he loves about her. And he says, no. And compares that behavior to her behaving like a child. And I say this... this is plain. As I say this, it sounds harsher than how it actually comes off on screen. Because yeah. they are going back and forth with their regular banters. They're joking and kind of, you know,
1: lightheartedness. So. They have a really nice banter. So and, it's a really and, nice banter. Yeah. And I don't think he... Is insulting her, and I don't think she's taking it that way. Mm-hmm. I think she, like we said before, like I think she leans into it mm-hmm. because I think it's a it's a joke between them.
0: So Mila teaches him and says it's a very romantic one month anniversary,
1: but we'll, yes. he will remind her like yes, it
0: is. Um, and then she says, "But I choose to be here, so that's good." Because
1: yeah, it's good. It's good. Th- things look great for them. Yeah, again. We've talked about the spoilers about them. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. But all, like if I had a magic eight ball, I would say all signs point to yes, like mm-hmm. staying together. They just, they're they're doing well. And there's a level of
0: comfort between them. And they both agree that it just feels right. And that the pace they took really helped them. He yes. says he likes her and has those feelings, those in love feelings are slowly approaching. You yes. know, Mila describes... as being a dream come true you know and it's funny because before she met him she was like you better not be bald and then when she sees him she's like oh my god he's bald and we thought it was going to be like a big thing Yep. but she is so thrilled with her match and that she got married at first sight and then we later see Mirla set up a romantic setting at home so she's like reciprocating and kind of thanking him Mm -hmm. for the picnic so there's candles Mm -hmm. and rose house chocolate covered strawberries and Gil gives her a cute t-shirt, and her says, I am everything. And his is in red and says, I have everything. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. So they open a gift from the experts, and it's their wedding vows, and they're framed. Yes. So they each like, reread them, and it cuts back and forth between Was them that a gift wedding. from the
1: experts, or did they do that? I didn't catch that part. Yeah, I
0: don't know if it was from
1: the, I think it was from the experts.
0: Because okay. then they see the photo album, and they hadn't seen that after
1: either okay
0: so then you see them looking through the photo albums and they finally get to see their wedding album Gil tells producers he wanted someone like Mirla that they can Mm -hmm. both be themselves and they're happy where they're at and an hour later (laughs) another gift arrives and it's a pooper scooper to help (laughs) Mirla clean up after hype and she thanks him and Gil's like she she doesn't like this she
1: doesn't want No, Nope, 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 nope. It's cute, though. He's like, it's a nice compact pooper scooper that she can take with it. She's like, no, 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 no. no. no.
0: But no. she thanks him anyway and gives him a kiss. And they're like, yeah. okay, whatever. They were, they were super cute. I
1: like They're that. very cute.
0: Yeah, but that's them in a nutshell. You know who's sailing. not
1: cute? You know who's not cute? Oh, Lord. That vein. <sighs> Johnny's forehead. Guys, what is up with Johnny. This what is, is
0: up with him? This is interesting. And then when you're going to cover the dinner scene, and that's yes. when more things are going to come out yes. where you're just like, "What just happened?"
1: All right. So let's talk about, we'll talk about Johnny and Bao first, then I'll cover the di- yeah. dinner scene. So go ahead.
0: So we we'll meet up with Bao and Johnny as they're going skydiving for their one-month anniversary. He's going along with them? skydiving. Hell no, been? and I
1: would never do it. Okay, me
0: either. We're on the same page. I am... And the only reason he's doing it is because it's on Bao's bucket list. So I was like, oh, sweet. He's, you know, trying something out for her. And the Mm -hmm. the instructors are, like, giving them, like, all sorts of instructions. Like, be mindful of this before you jump. And it's all, like, this pre-jumping humor that it's, like, all false.
1: Like, everything could go wrong, and it will. What? No, just kidding. No. The best was the one guy tells them, hold your breath. (laughs) When you're going through the clouds, because clouds are made of water vapor, and the water will get in your lungs and you'll drown. (laughs) And Amy was sitting over here like, "Uh, oh, really? I didn't know that because I know nothing about science. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. I was like, that's ridiculous. Yep. Yep. All right, so go ahead. So So they're skydiving. They take the plunge,
0: and it looks painful and exhausting because, you like, your faces are being, like, pushed back, like the worst facelift, you know, because of the wind. Yes. (laughs) Their cheeks are full. And then you see them, like, land. And it's always a rough landing. With all the skydiving I've seen, um, it's always when you land, it's a little rough, even though they do have your, your instructor strapped behind you, and they're kind of guiding everything, and they have the parachutes. But there's always, like, a little rough of a landing. But they are, like, full of adrenaline. Bao is glowing and gushing about how happy she is. She's jumping over at him. She's like, oh! And they're, like, carrying each other. It's a high. They're on a high. They're on a high. And everything just seems perfect. And then they go get food. And um, they do the marriage check-in because they always have to check in with each other. I'm shocked no one rated anything. But God. God. Well, they, there is a rating because Johnny says he's 100% committed to her at this oh, point. Okay, there we go. Okay. <laughs> they do have things in common. He knows they could have a successful marriage. He wants to have more spontaneity in their marriage. And I'm like, okay, well, you just went skydiving. That's spontaneous. Mm-hmm. You know, and find little things along the way they didn't expect to see from each other. And then he mentions sex. Oh boy! And goes on this whole thing about it not building up or not expecting sex, but then they do have sex, and he wants a lead up to it.
1: Yeah, it has to be. He gets real specific here, and he talks more about this on unfiltered. He's like, I want to have like a yin yin and yang all day. Mm -hmm. Like we're at work and we're flirting back and forth, texting, and then we get home and we just can't. Like, dude, what you cannot? What are you doing? This is not the notebook. Yeah. Not like, like again, this is not the notebook. This is not how it happens. It's just so, oh my God, it was just so annoying. And she's yeah.
0: like trying to take it in.
1: And yeah. so he
0: basically tells her he wants her to be more flirty. So then she reaches over the table and a baby was, touch, touch me more, touch me more. Yeah. Cut to Johnny talking to the producers. Bob doesn't get it. Then we got the get the flashbacks. Of that infamous moment where he tells her he's annoyed by her joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh, sorry, oh if it does not spark joy, yeah, it's tough he's a, guys. Let me repeat this. He's annoyed by her joy. Yeah, that's a problem. That is a problem. That's a <laughs> fundamental no. problem. He does not like her. That's a big problem. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So Bao opens up About an instance that took place off camera Where she came home upset over some Issues she had at work And how she was talking to him about it And really wanted him to hug her But she didn't ask him So he didn't hug her and she wished that he had
1: She didn't want to be rejected So she didn't ask So this is bad I mean you know for, For him expecting her to be Perfect and to read every situation Perfectly and be so intuitive how could you not be intuitive to know somebody might need a hug after a bad day at work? And you can always ask, "Do you need a hug?" That's right? Awesome. Or what
0: do you need? What, what do can I do you? for you? What can I do for you? Yeah. So Bow needs more cuddles from Johnny, and that he's not initiating anything. And his excuse is that they go to bed at different times. They're both hot, body temperature wise. So cuddling for like three <laughs> minutes gets them all sweaty.
1: Okay, I I feel seen here. I am very similar. You can cuddle with me for 2.3 minutes, then get away from me. Because I get very hot, and I don't like people touching me when I sleep. So it's like a fake cuddle. Yeah. Yeah, it's not real. So that was extremely frustrating. She tells producers, just
0: throw me a bone. Throw me a freaking bone. So then later on in the episode, we see Johnny visiting his friend, Kim, who recently broke her ACL. So she's like sitting down and he walks in, he goes to her for advice.
1: Her apartment looked like his apartment. Yeah. And I was really confused for a minute. I, I feel like it's a production just, apartment. Yeah, like if they basement. put her somewhere, because mm-hmm. it looked like a hotel room where no one lived. Yeah, no one lives in that yeah. place. <laughs> there
0: was nothing that said home. No, it was just nothing. like a set
1: piece. No, Yes.
0: So he instantly starts complaining about Bao's type A personality and how every activity they plan, she treats like a mission she must conquer. And he starts talking about the painting they did and how she was hyper-focused on painting the perfect picture and that she corrected his painting because it didn't line up with hers perfectly. He just Mm -hmm. wanted to enjoy the experience and have playful moments while they were... Doing these activities, but says there was no flirtation between them, and we do see the flashback of her being kind of intense and really being into getting right, the but you know, right. But
1: you know what, we don't see the flashback of. We don't see a flashback of Johnny saying, "Bow, please stop taking this so mm-hmm. serious and task oriented. Let's just have fun. I just want you to fun with that." Yeah, we didn't have that flashback because it didn't happen because he's not voicing how he feels. Exactly. Like I think if he said that to her, she would be like, "Okay." Like let's you know, just I get have it. fun, and relax. This is really unattractive. I mean, yes. at this point, we're like an you're being a
0: Buzzkill. Just do it. Just be like you're being a buzzkill right now. We just yep. enjoy this. Yep. Like yep. might as well. What yep. What do you have to lose? Give it your all. Just put it all yes. out there. Yes. So he. Um. So his friend tells producers that Johnny is focusing on the negative of his marriage, and it's going to force him to retreat. And not put 100% into the marriage because he's just focusing on the negative. And he said this before. In other instances, he's like, you know, yeah. 95 could be fine. But that 5% is going to keep He picks negative. it apart. So mm-hmm. she asked him, so what's it going to take for Bao and Johnny to be, like, on the same page or something? And he says, I guess it can initiate more romance. But when I'm forced to... Do something makes me not want to do it, and it's something which made me thought. want
1: to punch him right in the fucking face. Yeah, you're a grown adult, but then he's like, and this is the first time that I've verbalized that. Like when you make <sighs> me want to do something that I don't want to do, I don't want to do it. It's like think of how far we've come in our feelings for them. <laughs> Remember I mean, our first episode? We're like, we love them. Oh,
0: perfect MVP.
1: Oh, God. No,pe nope. Oh, so then it cuts to
0: Bow. Who is debriefing with her friend Annie, and she's saying he doesn't initiate any physical touch, not even cuddling. And she's always the big spoon. She's <laughs> was always like, oh, the big God. spoon. Oh. So her friend Annie says, as girls, we tend to wait around and expect the guy to read our minds, but we can't do that. And that Bow should vocalize these needs, which I feel like she has for the most she part. She has, yeah, yeah. Bow admits to not being touchy feely person or being into PDA but for some reason she craves that from Johnny and I think it's because he's withholding she wants what she she, can't have did she say he was PDA I can't remember Um, that he usually likes the woman to initiate everything and be into PDA and she's not like that but she wants that from him
1: yeah I feel like he is just a walking contradiction Mm -hmm. like he, he has a real specific way of how foreplay should happen. She has to be.
0: Remember, he wanted a stage five clinger, like someone yeah. that's so obsessed with him
1: that he has to like shoot her off.
0: Like, oh my man. But that paid. also,
1: but that clearly also turns him off because he's never stayed with any of those women. I, I don't. I don't know what he wants. He doesn't he's know what he wants. Up, yeah. He doesn't know what he wants. He just has to grow up a little bit. That's yeah. all.
0: And her love language is acts of service and gifts, yeah. and she loves to bake and cook. This is what she says. Cut to Johnny saying, we could go on time, but we haven't since. So his friend says, so make time. And his friend also says, it sounds like you're waiting, she's waiting for you to make the first move, so make the move. But both friends agree separately that it's going to take work on both sides for things to work out between them.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of where we leave them before the big group dinner. A big group dinner. Okay. All right. So Pastor Cal reminds us that just – in just four weeks, our couples will have to decide if they want to stay married or if they want to get a divorce. And he tells us the couples are having dinner together to connect and to talk with the only people who know what they're going through. Mm-hmm. So the couples have dinner together and Gil immediately launches into host mode. Oh, yes. I, I have to say, I do things like this, which I always thought was super annoying and maybe it is, but I'm not annoyed by Gil doing it. Where, like, if I'm in a group and we're do, like, I will be the one who says, Okay, guys, so let's go around and everybody, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm always I do that like too. the one.
0: I think mm-hmm. it's the, because you're an author, I think it's just the performance in you.
1: Maybe. You're trying maybe. to stir
0: conversations,
1: stimulate yep. the situation. Yep. Yeah, I do that too. So, Gil asks, Are you falling in love or in like? Oh, with I hate partner? that term in like. I know, I know. So Zach goes first and he says he can see himself getting there and he would do anything for Michaela. Like he's really crazy about her and, and he's not there yet, but he can see it on the horizon. Michaela all smiles mm-hmm. is like, I already told Zach I love him. I love him, and I told him that, and everybody's like, What? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Rachel says, Oh God. <laughs> she told Cheshire Cat that she loves him. <laughs> <laughs> and the look on Jose's face he's like sweating buckets and he looks like he's going to throw up and i realize he's freaking out like what is she going to tell them yeah because she starts to explain and he's like dying mm-hmm. so she's like look we had we we had some real down problems we had some real problems and we were at a real low that's what she says and she said But we're okay now. We worked it out. And guess what, guys? I'm back in love with my husband. Woo! Okay. Woo! Everybody's like, holy shit. Okay. So Ryan tells the camera that he is seeing all the other couples answer this. And he doesn't want to compare his relationship. But he can't help it. Like, he just is doing that. But he said, I can't do that because it's not the same. So Baked Potato speaks up and says he really cares a lot about Brett. He respects the shit out of her. Like, she's really a great girl. And he's like, but we're still kind of in limbo. And I I feel like I've been trying, I've been holding back because I'm trying to be cognizant of her emotions and her feelings. So, you know, there's really, we're just kind of holding back. Like, okay, dude, that's not helping her. Brett starts crying about Baxter. (laughs) Yeah. She's like. I've had a really rough week. And she says, I want to thank all of you for your texts and your messages. Like everybody's been reaching out to me. And she, she starts to cry and she says, she cares about Ryan a lot and she's hopeful. And then guess what she says, Leslie? What? My heart is open. <laughs> Darcy. <laughs> Darcy. Silva. Her heart is open. My heart is open. My heart is open. <laughs> so Gil tells the camera, he feels bad for Brett because She definitely likes Ryan more than he likes her. And everybody can see this. All right. So now it's Gil's turn. And Gil says he's a 100% in like with his wife. And he's falling in love with her. She's special. She's unique. And he said, my younger self would not have put up with this. But, like, I'm mature now. And I appreciate these things about her. Yeah. In a shocking turn of events, Mirla says... I have made a choice to love my husband Yeah, and I love him and that's it. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so great. Okay. Now we get to bow and Johnny. Oh, boy! So keep in mind guys, the visual of this as bows talking, Johnny is ripping petals off of a rose mm-hmm. and there's literally like a huge pile of rose petals on his plate. Cause he is just decapitating these flowers. And the vein on his forehead is about to pop. Oh, it's popping. So Bao says she feels like she's growing and like, like she's really giving it her all. She's cooking all the time, making these gourmet meals, doing all this shit, and he's just not responding. He tells the camera, just stop, Bao. Just stop. She is not doing any of this stuff. And she just likes to play the victim card to make herself look better. Back to Bao. She says she has to court her husband and she's just not used to that. And it feels weird to her. He wants her to make the first move. Johnny looks like he's going to murder everybody at the table. Mm -hmm. He tells the camera, it's always her changing. It's always her sacrificing. Then we see him at the table. He literally looks like he's going to cry. The vein is bulging and he's mutilating a rose. Okay. Now Johnny gets up to leave and he's visibly angry. He goes outside and his bro, Jose, comes out for some bro love. Johnny tells Jose, it's like we're on two different planets. Like we're having two separate experiences. She acts completely different around people. Johnny says it's a lie that she cooks. And then we have production show us that she doesn't really cook. Yeah. She did that one time. But don't forget, guys, this is all on camera. Yeah. And like every time we see them, it's either Johnny cooking or they order takeout or or they're ordering takeout. Yeah. So um, he's freaking out. And and like I get this, like I know people in my life who need to look better in person Mm -hmm. than they are in private. I don't know if that's what Bao is doing, but that's what Johnny thinks she's doing. And it's infuriating. I think Bao thinks that she's just being
0: open and honest, and she's just sharing, like the others are. Like, well, we have a little bit of a hiccup because, yeah, my way of showing affection is through acts of service, which right. she keeps saying this is how she is, but she's not delivering on that because then we see the flashbacks, and he's like, <laughs> she he comes in from work or wherever, she's like, I ate your Caesar salad, and you're. <laughs>
1: okay so jose doesn't know what to say he's just like uh like he's just he's letting johnny vent Mm -hmm. and we can assume he's not actively listening because we know he doesn't give a shit so jose um just stands back and johnny's like she's calculating she's manipulative and he calls her something else i forget what it is controlling controlling these are not good things, guys. If your husband of four weeks calls you calculating and manipulative, I don't know where you go from there. Yeah. So bad. Jose's, like, trying to, you know, put fire or put water on this fire, but it, it's just not happening. Like, Johnny is so angry. Bao comes out of the restaurant and literally, like, interrupts him. She comes out like she is looking for the Uber to go home. Yeah. Johnny just kind of finishes his sentence real generically and that's it. And then he tells the camera, the thing about bow is she needs to be viewed in a positive light. And this is not a good quality. This is not something I'm attracted to. And that's the end of the dinner scene. And that's the end of the episode. This is where we leave them.
0: It was very intense.
1: It was really intense. So. Um, I'm just going to do next time on, and then we'll go into unfiltered notes Mm -hmm. and spoilers, because there's more about this in unfiltered. Okay, so next time I'm married at first sight, the couples are at some sort of gym playing sports of some kind. We see Zach reading Michaela either a poem he wrote or something he wrote that's like, I still love you, blah, blah, blah. Rachel tells Jose, you could not criticize me one bit because I would be out the door. I'm assuming this is Summer Rachel she's talking about. Yeah. Do you remember the previews for Summer Rachel? Yeah. Summer Rachel, don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like Summer Rachel will do whatever. Okay. Johnny asks Bow, when have you tried in this relationship? And she says she is consistently thinking about him. And he's like, no, you're not. Then we see them on a, a speaker call with Pastor Cal who says, I can tell when someone's attention is divided. And Bao goes, is there somebody else? So that's them. Mm -hmm. And then Brett is crying to a friend that things are very different right now. So there we go, guys. Okay. So let me get this timestamp. Okay. Now, I watched, so the timestamp in this section, we'll be talking about unfiltered and spoilers. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to listen, just fast forward. I'll timestamp one more over. Okay, so on Unfiltered, we see Michaela and Zach in the music studio and Zach actually took some lessons, like a private lesson, and he's terrible. <laughs> um, Zach says it was it really was moment by moment with Michaela. like he was trying not to fight with her. so he he felt like he had to walk on uh, eggshells all the time. And this so we know that unfiltered is filmed after they rap mm-hmm. right? So Jamie Leotis (laughs) is really careful in her language when she asks them. like, she'll say, what are you feeling at this moment? So like the moment we're watching, not now, but the moment we're watching. So Zach saying at that moment, he was still super hopeful that things could work out. Mm -hmm. All right. So now I want to address Johnny, because there is this rumor that um, Bao and Zach are dating. Which is huge. When you told me that, was like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have been spotted out. However, they were spotted out at dinner, but there were cameras there. Mm. So people were like, maybe it was, you know, just blah, blah, blah. But now there's more evidence that has resurfaced. Ooh. Which is like them being in a club together and there was no camera. It was like pictures that people uh-huh. were putting up. You know that so- she
0: has, I found on Instagram, but it's private Her account.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? Do you think Zach and Bao would be a good couple?
0: Bao is direct in what she wants, which is what he says he wants to communicate. She's, she has a very cool head, too. Yeah. And I think that that would work for him because she's not going to get, like, all crazy. She's not going to get explosive. Bro. So like, she would calmly say, this is what I need from you or this is what I did up like for you. Does yes. he expect her to cook? Then we might have an issue, apparently.
1: Well, and he has this very warm, romantic, emotional side mm-hmm. that I think she would find a lot of comfort in. Yeah, I feel like she is not getting that from Johnny in any way. No.
0: No. He's not a bro
1: It's into sports. So, exactly. So, one of the things that people were pointing out is that in Unfiltered... When they were showing Johnny and Bao's scenes that Zach was like, I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah. So I do have a screenshot from one scene where Johnny is talking about how much Bao wants sex. She wants sex all the time, every day, multiple times. And I just can't give that to her all the time. Zach is literally looking like he is like, I'm doing this. This is terrible podcast. Fodder, but he's like this. Like he has his head down. (laughs) Like he wants the earth to
0: eat him. Yes. And he has his
1: eyes closed. Like he wants to punch Johnny in the fucking face. (laughs) And it has it is so obvious that there was a lot of tension between them. Hmm. Whether or not it's because he's dating Bao, I don't know. It could just be because he's friends with Mm Bao. It could just be because Johnny's a huge asshole. But Zach just has no patience. For Johnny. And it's so obvious and it's hilarious. Wow. Okay. So Johnny says Bao is up for anything, which is one of the best things about her. And he also tells uh, Jamie Leotis that he wrote his will the night before they went skydiving. (laughs) (laughs) So then they show the dinner and Johnny is visibly angry rewatching the show. He says he picked apart the rose to stop from saying what he really wanted to say. And he says, Bao does all these little things. Like, she would sew a button onto his shirt if he was missing a button. But he's like, I don't need that. Hmm. Like, again, he's so contradictory. I don't even know how to begin with this.
0: I mean, that's an act of service, which is her love language. It's something nice that she's doing for him. Yeah. Maybe what he means is like she babies me. I think that's his whole thing, that he feels that she's a little infantile. And maybe her taking care of him too much is like her mommying him. But then again, don't complain that she's not cooking for you because mommy doesn't cook for you.
1: Right, exactly. So pick a lane, exactly. dude. Figure it pick out. Pick a lane. Yep. So Jamie Leota says, We don't see Bao being this controlling on camera. Like what you're saying does not match what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. So what's up with that? And he literally says, how much time do you have? Whoa. Whoa. So then, and and I'm so sorry, I did not watch the last five minutes of this. (laughs) Now (laughs) I feel terrible. But I have a feeling the last five minutes was about Mirla because she was there and Gil, and there's not a lot of gossip about that. Okay. So um, Johnny reveals that, oh, I will say this. This is something funny too. Johnny said something about like, I don't want to talk about it or who. Oh, he said, I didn't. Cause Zach called Johnny out and he's like, why don't you say these things to Bao? why are you not more direct with her? Why don't you have better communication with her? And Johnny's like, if I started talking to her during that dinner, we were going to start fighting and who wants to see that? And Mirla leans over and goes, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so Johnny reveals that Bao confessed to him that she has awkward social anxiety. And he says she is different in private as how she is in public. And she has asked him not to air their private life. But she goes ahead and shares shit. Mm, and okay. he said he he is a wild card. And he says what's on his mind. And he can't. Con- she can't control that. And she doesn't like it because she can't prepare for it. Yeah. So he basically says like her public persona is scripted
0: mm, okay it's calculated he,
1: that's what yes i
0: calculated
1: yep and if he throws a wrench in that it it throws everything off mm. so i don't know i mean i don't know what's going to happen i feel like this is one of those instances where we could you know the editors are obviously manipulating us bow's getting a good edit maybe she i don't is. know because i'm still on her side even too. though when they saw that
0: footage that she's not cooking, I was like, oh.
1: And I'm like, but I still like her. I know, me too. <laughs> um, another spoiler that I found on on Mavs fan, maybe? I can't remember which one. Um, now, you guys know that we have reported that the spoilers are that none of the couples are together today. Mm-hmm. That the only couple who say yes on decision day are Michaela and Zach, and they are not together today. Now, someone had a few people wrote into this Instagram account and said they have seen Rachel and Jose together. Mm-hmm. They saw them at an airport coming home from Mexico,
0: which is weird. He doesn't like to travel.
1: Yeah. So they are, they may or may not be together because then they were spotted at an Astros game together. Mm-hmm. So they may still be together. And I don't see them being friends after this. I could see them though, like blowing up and not agreeing to get divorced and then deciding, you know, the love meter is back Mm -hmm. in the the green and she's in love with him again. Like they're very hot and cold and off and on. So maybe they did, maybe they said no on decision day, but got back together. Yeah. Which could happen. All right. So that's all the spoilers I have. So let me write that down. 10 minutes. That wasn't bad. All right. So any thoughts, Leslie, what, what are we expecting for next week? Next week looks explosive. I feel like we're getting,
0: and I checked ahead in terms of, like, the air dates and stuff. So we have about four more episodes. Oh, okay. Like, of actual like, episodes before the decision day thing. So Mm. there should be a lot of stuff. There there aren't descriptions of what they're going to be about. So I was like, okay. So that actually helps because then it will keep it all like a mystery. But I see like, Brett and Ryan getting to a point where Brett really gets up and is really
1: yeah, devastating. It, it, just, it just doesn't get off the ground. Yeah. Because don't forget we saw the preview that she finds him on a dating app. Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen soon and according to our spoilers his sister's involved in this somehow. So if we see that we'll know our, our information was 100% correct. Yes. Um, as for Johnny and Bao I don't know that has the potential to be real explosive.
0: Especially if they're hinting that there's someone else. That he's still communicating with someone. So.
1: Could it be that girl he went to see? Kim?
0: They seem like I, friends. There was I was not pick up on Gina. anything. No,
1: Ooh, could, it, could it be Jose?
0: <gasps> there's someone else? Yes, Jose.
1: So. <laughs> How fucking awesome would that be? That would be be amazing. Oh, that would be the best season ever. Like, oh my God, I would love it so much. Taking
0: this romance to true romance.
1: (laughs) And then we have to see, um, we still have to see the Michaela freaking out Mm -hmm. scene. So we got a lot coming up still that they've been teasing from day one. So we'll see. Okay, so there's about four or five more episodes. That's good to know. Yeah. All right. Okay, um, Leslie, it was lovely recapping this with you as usual why don't you tell everyone where they can find you
0: um you can find me on the social medias at sinister girls it's um there's no s in girls it's a z so search for it you'll see girls you'll see like a a girl with black hair and like a denim jacket with the little sinister girls logo that's my profile um so follow us and you'll see we have a whole bunch of exciting guests i have like another legendary band coming on soon, but I cannot say it until it's, like,
1: recorded because I don't want to jinx it. Now, we are still on the same page with this Bon Jovi stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Well, that,
0: I don't think I'll ever get Bon Jovi.
1: (laughs) Listen, I just realized... I need to get Bon Jovi. I need to get Bon Jovi. Over the weekend, I
0: realized that on
1: January 2022, it will be 20
0: years of Sinister Girls. What Sinister Girls has been as a brand in terms of that it started out as a zine. So, we're going to be celebrating oh, a 20th zines. year anniversary. Yeah. So, okay. I am trying to think of something cool to do. For our 10th year anniversary, we got Joan Jett. So, cool. I am trying. I need to top cool. that. Like, get her back. Or get mm-hmm. Steven Tyler. Like, I just need to get one of my heroes on there.
1: You get Steven Tyler. I I, die. Might need to, I might need to be piped in for that one as well. Oh, no. that
0: He's just mine. Sorry. But
1: Bon Jovi, <laughs> I'm leaving. laying claim. <laughs> Okay, guys, and I'm at Gen X. This is Y. That's um, letter X, spell out the Y. Talk about Little House on the Prairie, talk a lot about 80s movies. We just did Children of the Corn for October. Mm, fine. So that'll be coming out soon. That was not scary.
0: I haven't seen it since I was a kid. So I don't mm-hmm. see. I can't watch Child's Play, the original one, because it's Oh, we're doing that one on kid. our Patreon. That scared me as a mm-hmm. kid. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it as an adult all the way through. So I'm so like, do you
1: do that. Do you want your mind blown?
0: It's not scary. It's a little dull. So,
1: the kid who plays Isaac mm-hmm. in Children in the Corn, the little cult leader with mm-hmm. the black rimmed hat, his, he is the voice of Chucky in Child's Play. Oh, no. The good, the um, bedtime pals or whatever the pals, the pals. I don't know what there are. Yeah. What is the name of the, well, it says in the credits, he says he's the voice of walking Chucky. So, I think he's the voice of the evil Chucky. The evil Chucky, but it was like a yeah. man's voice. Yes. Oh, was um, this like years later? Yeah, this oh, dude okay. had, in like... Children of the Corn. This dude was like 25. Oh, even okay. Even though he was, he had a growth syndrome that caused him to be small. Oh, okay. So he looked like a child, but he was like a 25-year-old man. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so but pretty you know. interesting. Um, I also want to give a shout out to our bunkies, Aaron and Mary Payne, yes. who had me. Um, over on Hey Bunky for quite a while Mm -hmm. Um, covering Plathville and Darcy and Stacy so they run the podcast Pink Shade if you're like 90 Day Fiancé and stuff like that go check them out we love our bunkies and we're really happy that they are reunited and it feels so good yeah it was
0: so fun to listen to them together again
1: Yep. so thank you guys for listening if you enjoy what you're hearing please follow us share our podcast get the word out as much as you can if we get enough people listening, we might consider doing a different show or maybe something or back, from like other seasons. past seasons. Mm-hmm. Right. We're open to it. I mean, we're really enjoying this. I yeah, am. Anyway. I can't speak for you. But. Yeah, it's fun. I'm Leslie producer. is enjoying this immensely. Look at her. <laughs> Our producer Coco is quiet today, so that's good. Yeah, Coco, Coco had no notes for us today. No notes today. Um, You can find us on Instagram at Six Degrees of Reality TV. Spell out the letter six. And we're also on Facebook. So thanks a lot for listening, guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye.